Hey everybody, we're two girls in a campfire. This is Allison. And I'm Sarah. And today we've got a special episode for you. We decided that you should get to know us better, so we are going to do a Q&A. So Sarah, what's your first question? All right. My first question for you is, what is your favorite true crime show? My favorite true crime show is Unsolved Mysteries. Um, I remember being very young, probably younger than I should have been watching that, and just his voice and the intro music is still literally the scariest shit ever, and I can watch any horror movie, go right to sleep, but there's no way I can listen to Unsolved Mysteries before I go to bed. That'll give me nightmares. Oh my gosh, the one from the 80s or the reboot? No, the one from the 80s. The reboot is not even scary. They changed the intro music and they don't have him as the announcer and it's just not the same. Oh, okay. Well, that's disappointing it's not as scary. What is your favorite true crime show? I think I'm kind of old school too. I still really love to watch Forensic Files. If we're talking about narrator's voices, there's something about that guy's voice that is super soothing as he's discussing dna and blood splatter <laughs> um i don't know about soothing but yeah it's interesting <laughs> so i just yeah i i always liked that show and i'd love to watch it now even because the technology around solving crimes and dna has just totally exploded in the last 20 years so there's just it's kind of fun to watch and think about how many more crimes they are going to be able to solve with all of the new advancements. So our first episode hasn't dropped yet, but my case that I chose for it, they actually did that. In 2014, they went back and were testing DNA and they solved a murder that they had no idea was connected to this guy because of DNA samples. So that's awesome. That's so, I love it. I love it. It's only going to get, it's going to get crazier. There's going to be some really crazy crimes solved in the future, I think, that we've been waiting on answers for for a long time. Well, speaking of unanswered questions, what crime do you want solved? Oh, that's such a good question. I think my crime that I would want to see solved is the Malaysia Flight 370. It's the plane that disappeared a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Just totally out of nowhere. They've never found any evidence of a crash. They've never found the black box. I just want to know what happened. Did they find anything from the, that um, plane? No, nothing. It just disappeared into thin air. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so scary. And all of those people's families who are just like, I assume they're dead, but we have no idea where they are and what happened. Like, that's terrible. Yes, closure for these people, I think, would be awesome. But also, I just, what happened? Where'd you go? What'd you see? <laughs> what about you? What crime would you like to see solved the most? Okay, so fun facts. We were just talking about the Unsolved Mysteries reboot. So there's an episode um, called, are you ready for this? It's so dramatic. Mystery on the Rooftop. <laughs> uh, his name was Ray Riviera. And his wife was out of town and she talks to him. And then later that night, she can't get a hold of him for a few days. And eventually, um, they find his car at a hotel. 
so they're kind of searching through this hotel and um if i remember correctly they're doing like construction so there's like weird closed off places and one day they go up on the roof and they look over and there's like a 40 inch hole and there's his wallet his sunglasses just like perfectly chilling right there on the roof and so it was over like a ballroom or something that they weren't using so when they went in they found his body but the weird thing is he wouldn't have been able to get up on the roof because of the way their security and all the doors locks are two he's like six five no one remembers seeing him at all in that hotel and then third the the way the roof was there's no way he could jump like they can't figure out a spot where he would have jumped to have landed right there oh my gosh so yeah that's definitely what i want yeah it's crazy yeah you know what i think i actually do remember hearing something about this uh or at least something similar that is so crazy it's it's always amazing to me when like the logistical part doesn't match up you know like where his body yeah geometry was like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that's always gonna tell the truth right like the trajectory of something falling through space you know that's pretty predictable so wow that's a good one well and like his glasses they fell 13 stories and they're sitting there unbroken perfect like nothing falls 13 stories and doesn't get broke maybe those old nokia cell phones from the 90s <laughs> the unbreakable ones maybe the unbreakable self i wish they'd bring those back my phones are so fragile these days <laughs> how apple makes their money all right what is your next question all right are you ready for this i'm ready if you had to choose to be abducted <laughs> would you like to be abducted by ghosts by aliens or by a murderer Ooh. I imagine if I get abducted by the murderer, I'd probably die. So I'm going to pass on that one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess aliens, because then I want to come back and have like my alien abduction story to tell people and they'll just assume I'm batshit crazy. So I think that would be fun. That's a good one. Okay. And I bring that up because I want to remind our listeners that we are going to talk about true crime, but we're also going to be talking about all kinds of crazy things, just unusual stories, anything that kind of strikes our fancy that feels strange and unusual. And ghosts and aliens are strange and unusual. And Bigfoot. Don't leave him out. Oh, yeah, Bigfoot. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Um, my question for you is, who do you think is the most interesting serial killer? For me, I find that the most interesting serial killer is hands down Charles Manson. He had such a huge influence over people and they just talk about the power that he exuded this like strange power over people. I just find that really fascinating. I think it's interesting too because we don't really have any other cult leaders that are in jail for murder that didn't actually murder anybody. So he's really like an anomaly in that way too. Okay. Well, I think that's a great question. I'm going to throw that back to you. Who do you think is the most interesting serial killer? So this one's going to kind of be a surprise, um, but I'll explain it too. So I'm going to go with Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. 
And normally he's not the kind of serial killer that I would like because I am much more interested in the very organized and methodical and planning kind of serial killer. And he was the complete opposite. But I really like how he was one of the first serial killers that they used profiling on. So they were able to tell from his crazy, disordered, splattered of blood rooms that there was no way he could drive home. So he had to live within walking distance. And so they like narrowed it down to him perfectly. And then I love how they caught him by putting his picture on the newspaper and then like neighbors recognized him and then like chased him down and beat the shit out of him until the cops came. And that's like my favorite thing. And also, if you haven't watched American Horror Story 1984, he is my favorite character in there. It's so good. I love it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a little bit surprising coming from you. I like that one. All right. My question, I think, what is the scariest or most interesting place that you've been? The most interesting place that I've been that kind of correlates with all of this is in San Diego. It's not there anymore. But there used to be a place called... The Murder Museum! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! I actually think it was called the Museum of Death, but it should have been called the Murder Museum for (laughs) sure. Yeah, so it was there for a really long time. It was kind of this, like, funky little, like, basement. You had to go down these stairs. It was, like, underground almost. And the woman that ran it was a very interesting woman. And she did a lot of correspondence with different serial killers that had been in jail. Which is awesome. I always think about that. Like, I wonder if I could do that, like write a serial killer. But then I don't know, because that's walking that line of, "Mm, do I want to? Do I not want to? Yeah. Makes it difficult. Well, you never, for me, I don't want to encourage them that it was like appropriate behavior and this is how you got famous, even though that is, you know, kind of part of the psyche, this, that notoriety piece for them. But it would be interesting to get some answers if they were willing. (laughs) Yeah. If they didn't just bullshit you the whole time. Right. Right. Also. So my favorite memory of the museum of death is she had a dog that died and she taxidermied him And he used to lay right up front. She had like a counter and a chair. And so she sat there and her dog would lay there. And the first time I went to the museum with you, you were like, hey, you should go pet her dog. He's so cute. And I went and pet the freaking dead dog. (laughs) Terrible. Yes, I do remember that. For our listeners, just so you know, Allison and I have been friends since high school. So, and I did do really mean things like make her pet dead dogs. When did you start liking true crime or what got, why did you start liking true crime? What got you into that? Um, well, I kind of already told you with my favorite TV show that definitely Unsolved Mysteries started it. So I'm going to change your question. Um, I'm going to tell you when I started liking paranormal stuff. I was in like third or fourth grade and being a older millennial or whatever you'd like to call me. I was a latchkey kid. So I would go home from school and I'd sit there for two, three hours until my parents came home from work. And my dad has always been into aliens and Bigfoot and all of that. And he had a book. It was one of those um, where you would order from like Time Life and they send you like those crazy looking books. And I actually still have it. I'll have to go post some pictures on Instagram. It had the Mothman in it. They had aliens, Bigfoot, like all these sightings of different things. And 
New Jersey devil was in there, like all of that. So I'd have a friend come home with me and we'd sit there and look at that book. And then we'd scare the shit out of each other to the point where we'd go and sit outside because we decided my house was haunted. So we would sit outside until my parents came home and then we could go back in because then it would be safe. So yeah, I pretty much grew up in all the strange and unusual things. I love that. I, I didn't know that. That's how, that's great. I have one more question for you. Do you have any true crime paraphernalia? Actually, I do. Not like, you know, a murder weapon or anything. (laughs) But I do have a couple of magazines. One is a Time magazine with Charles Manson on the cover. And the other is a Life magazine with Truman Capote on the cover with the two killers that he wrote about. Um, in his book, In Cold Blood. Fun facts. You're going to kill me. Oh, great. More fun facts coming from Allison. (laughs) I've never read In Cold Blood. What? Nope. How is that possible? I don't know. I haven't. I'll have to do it, I guess, right? Is it now? Now that I have a true crime podcast, I like have to do it. You do. You absolutely have to read it. I'm assigning you homework. Okay. Well, then I will do my book report and I'll post it on the blog so everybody can see my review too. How's that? I love that. That's great. And then, yeah, so anybody else who hasn't read Truman Capote in and uh... <laughs> All right. Well, our next episode will drop July 7th, and you should go rate, review, and subscribe for it so you get notified as soon as it's up there. Excellent. Well, this was fun. Maybe we'll have to do more of these in the future. Yeah. Email us questions if you have them, and we'll go ahead and answer them for you. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see, see you around, around the, the campfire. campfire.